Hi, did you miss me? Because I absolutely missed you. <laughs> um, I know we were having conversations about the area of the sex therapist, how to be spiritual, to be smart, and to be sexy. I promise you I am committed to those core areas of your life. I mean, I want you to be everywhere the Lord has called you to be, to show up at work as a smart person, to show up in your relationship as a sexy partner, to show up in your ministry, in your relationship, in your parenting style, to show up as a spiritual person. At the same time, I have had questions in recent times from people asking me how do you do the things you do because i feel the lord is calling me and when i say the lord is calling me i don't just mean ministry i don't mean church people have sent me messages i've had live conversations with people personal chats on whatsapp for people who have my contact some in my dm how do you do what you do and um, i had run audacious beginning of the year goals session twice i did that january 2021 which was last year and january this year where i had to help people walk through their goals their plans and if there was anything i noticed consistently during those sessions it was the fact that people knew what they wanted but many times they were so stuck either because they were timid or because they were so focused on the lack of resources that they never took any step and so i realized it was important that we begin to look at the assignments god has given us and ask ourselves what are we not doing right what are we doing right what can we do better how can we step up and be audacious and not just be audacious when we are on the altar but we're audacious in the way we live in the way we are spiritual that we are audaciously spiritual that we are audaciously smart and audaciously sexy people and i mean that with all the authenticity of my person because i have found in recent times that you can be audacious in an area but be timid in another area and so I have decided to streamline this season to say, oh, I want to help you be audacious in the area the Lord has called you to be. But in order to be audacious in the places the Lord has called you to be, you have to leave. You have to leave. You have to leave and leave unapologetically. You have to leave and leave with boldness. As we had our first Instagram live session on Thursday, where I began to introduce people to the content and um, the concept of audacity, which is something I'm also going to do today. I'm just going to quickly read out the definitions of some words, and I want us to critically look at them and ask ourselves, is this how we're living? Mind you, this is an introduction, so feel free to pause this and ask me questions. If you're listening, I'm sure you're going to be listening on a replay, so feel free to send a message on Instagram as usual, Instagram or Twitter, I'm Minister Lisa. To be audacious, literally if you Google audacious right now, this is what will come out. Audacious is showing a willingness to take surprisingly bold risks. Showing a willingness to take surprisingly bold risks. There are a few words here. Showing. Bible says you are a city set upon the hill that cannot be hidden. So many of us have a willingness, but it's a hidden kind of willingness. I mean, only the Lord knows you're willing to go wherever he will send you. The rest of us don't know. The rest of us don't know you're called. The rest of us don't know you're going anywhere. The rest of us don't know what you're doing. I understand the concept of secrecy and going in the direction and the rest of the world catching up so that they don't discourage you. I know I've thought that. I have thought that during the Diary of a Sex Therapist season of this podcast. 
but we don't show anything in the area of our calling. I mean, you are a sex therapist, but we've never seen any flyer of anything you've done. We've never seen a single testimonial. We've never seen a case study from you. We've never seen you share content around the topic. How are we going to know that you do what you do? How are we going to know that you're going in that direction? We've never seen you at a conference that has that team on it. We've never seen you at an event where they're talking about it. We've never seen you affiliated with any NGO or anything working in that direction. We've never seen you start a project. We've never seen you partner with anybody doing that. How is that audacity? That's hiding. And I'm not going to mince words with us in this new season. Because many of us have visions. The Bible says the earnest expectation of the creature awaits the manifestations of the sons of God. They are panting and waiting for you. And you're just hiding under your bed. You're not showing anything. You've told God, send me anywhere. Only go with you. The Lord has sent you. But the people the Lord has sent you to, we cannot see you. Um, I learned this in marketing. And I learned it the hard way. For as long as I was not showing people what I was doing, I was broke. And I think I spoke about that on the Instagram live session. So if you haven't gone to watch that replay, you are missing out. All you need to do is go to Minister Lisa at Minister Lisa on Instagram or search my name, Elizabeth Akwenli, on Instagram. You will find that replay there. I was talking about how for as long as nobody knew what I was doing, as long as what I was doing was only known to me, Nobody was sending me resources. Nobody was sending me tools. And many of us are complaining. There's no resources. How do I kick out the project? I don't have the money. I don't have the this. How many people know you have that project? What publicity have you done towards the project? Who have you asked to partner with you? I promise you what I'm discussing in this podcast is different from what has happened on Instagram, even though it's the same topic. Who knows you? Who knows what you're doing? Because in order for us to know, you have to show us. To be audacious is showing a willingness. And this takes me to the word willing. Are you willing to do what the Lord has called you to do? Are you willing to do that project? Or are you going to complain about what you don't have for the project? Are you willing to do the hard work? I know you don't like being in front of the camera. I would be comfortable if I don't have to be in front of the camera. I used to love being in front of the camera. But the last few years, I've not had a reason to be in front of the camera. And so by the time I had to come back to public view, I think last year, yes, it was last year. Well, it wasn't even last year. It started the year before, but I was fighting it. I was beginning to enjoy being behind the scene that I was unwilling to step out. And for as long as I was unwilling to step out, I was making money, but in trickles. I was having impact, but in trickles. The people I could be helping were panting and hoping for more content, but I wasn't supplying it because I was unwilling. I didn't want to step out. I didn't want to put myself in the limelight. I was just comfortable being behind the scene. In fact, don't call me your mentor. Ask me for anything you want. I will supply it, but don't call me your mentor. If you call me your mentor, I have to pray for you. I believe in the concept of raising men by travail. Uh, I think it was Apostle Paul that says, this one he has birthed by travail. So I do not agree I am your mentor. I do not agree. For a lot of people, the first person who officially got me to mentor him, Peter. Peter is interestingly in my inner circle right now. I created an inner circle for those I mentor. Literally, Peter had to hold me by the collar from university. I mean, Peter was on my case from 2015 thereabout. I was unwilling to because I knew if I have to mentor this person, I'm going to have to show up. They're going to have to see my flaws. They're going to have to see my mistakes. I'm going to have to pray for them. I'm going to have to watch with them. I'm going to have to bet their visions with them. I'm going to have to guide them. I'm going to have to stand with God to bring to life what God has placed in them. And I was unwilling to do that. 
And for as long as I was unwilling to do that, my impact was minimal. Even though I had the content, even though I had the capacity, and if you know me, I feel like I wake up a different woman every day. And I'm not even trying to quote some social media cliche about if you knew me last night, I'm not the same person this morning. I'm still the same playful person. Like all my friends are tired of me, man. If they can sell me on that one, they will sell me. But there is the part of me that is constantly improving. So it will be your privilege to be in my inner circle. I mean, if I tell you that I'm working on a project, I think I have an idea for a project. In 24 hours, literally, in 24 hours, you will wake up and find this whole plan on ground. And I'm not just making a plan, I'm executing. The projects I've been unable to finish in my life that, oh, I launched this and I did not finish it. I can count them. Like I remember their name and I remember precisely what happened. Some of them I was ill-equipped for. Some of them I was dependent on other people in order for it to come to pass. For some others, I just got swamped by life. But I could tell that, okay, I took up so much at this point. Right. So for someone like that, don't you think it was foolishness? That I have that kind of capacity and that kind of executing power. I have that kind of strategy mind. I have that kind of content creating ability. And I was refusing to mentor anybody. Don't you think it was selfish that I could be helping a bunch of young people like myself figure out life? I was privileged to have jumped into life early. And the implication of that was that I failed really quick. And because I failed really quick, I learned really, really quick. By the time I was 21, I wasn't just thinking of launching a project. I was thinking of launching a business. By the time I was 16, yes, as at when I was 16, my friends and I had made a business. It wasn't a business. It was an event plan that was supposed to happen in Abuja. And I remember the cumulative plan was worth 5 millionaire. We were all a bunch of 16-year-olds. The oldest person in that room that day was 17. I'm saying I have always had a mind for big things. Even though society and environment did condition me as I got into my 20s and I started becoming small-minded at some point and then I had to start learning to break out. But what I'm, I'm letting you know my background as a person. Don't you now look at me. Don't you now look at that kind of person I was and I have become over the years. Wouldn't you look at that person and say, oh Lisa, you were selfish to have been unwilling to raise anybody. But it wasn't just that I wasn't willing to raise anybody. It was the fact that I was timid. I was showing a lack of courage. I was unwilling to step out in the area of my calling. To be audacious is to show a willingness to take surprisingly bold risks. I want to look at the core word there. The core word there is risk. That's the action word there. Many times when we think of risks, we think of putting all our life savings in the stock market or putting all of our life savings in 2022 into the crypto market or into, into blockchain, anything in the whole blockchain. What we do not understand is that choosing to leave is a risk. Not choosing to leave is a risk. If I say, oh, I'm going to be small because I don't want to be big and make mistakes. The Bible says, let him that thinks that he stands, let him take heed lest he falls. And so you have decided to leave on take heed. You have refused to stand. You are just at the edge, folded in one corner, refusing to leave because in your mind, you're trying to preserve yourself. See, being small is not a guarantee that you have an interesting life. You might as well go out there and enjoy it. Because being hoarded in one corner is not proof that you will live longer. I think I learned that one growing up. I mean, I knew a few people who would never go anywhere. 
they will never go anywhere because they like to be safe. They believe if you're on the highway, a car can hit you. But some people have died inside their houses. Come on. My secondary school meant I had to cross in front of an interstate highway. Yes, you have to cross in front of that highway every day to get to school. My classmates, my, my, not my classmates, my schoolmates died. Some of my schoolmates died crossing that road. And it wasn't because they crossed the road. It was that something went wrong while they were crossing. Someone didn't put on their trafficator. They got in the road too soon. They miscalculated. The driver miscalculated. Something beyond everybody's control happened. None of them said, oh, that's a truck. I'm going to walk in front of the truck and die. None of them did that. So imagine my parents say, oh, because we don't want you to cross the highway so you don't die. Please stay at home. That would be another risk because I won't be sitting down here today having this conversation with you. So a risk is dependent on where you are right now. What will be a risk to you right now? What risk can you take that will show your willingness to go in the direction of your life's calling? What risk would you need to take? Would you be creating an Instagram account? Would you be launching your YouTube channel? Would you be writing down the title of that book and drafting the book outline? Would you be calling your friend and saying, oh, I have this idea. Do you want to partner with me? Would you be creating that flyer? Would it be a crazy move like I did in 2017 when I just went on Facebook and said, hey, guys, the thing you've been expecting from me is coming. Watch out. Watch this face. Something like that. I went on Facebook and posted something crazy like that. That's how I launched my business. That whole story is on my business account at Lisa Express. To be audacious is to show a willingness to take surprisingly bold risks. Don't just say, oh, I'm going to take a risk, you know, I'm going to create the Instagram account. Creating the Instagram account or that new business or that new project you want to launch or that NGO, whatever it is you want to launch or whatever it is you want to scale is great. It's a risk. It's putting yourself out there. But it has to be bold. But bold is dependent on where you are. Bold for me right now will be what I'm doing right now, having an IG live session every week on my personal handle and my business handle. Man, that's a big risk. That's a really big risk. Electricity could go off. Sound could misbehave. I could be fatigued. I'm launching a magazine, a styling magazine. That is stressful. I don't even feel like I've gotten into the stress yet. I have personal clients, one-on-one -on -one counseling sessions. I have some, I'm listing all this not to intimidate you, but to say that bold risks, and bold risks are dependent on where you are. So my bold is different from your bold because we are at different levels of our journey. There's someone who's higher than me, who's listening to me right now. And bold risks for them would be finally boarding that flight and going for that meeting in China they've been postponing, having to meet with that media mogul that they've been afraid to talk to, sending that email to that CEO they need to partner with, reaching out to that Fortune 500 company they need to get some funds from. Bold risks is dependent on where you are. So if you've taken the risks of creating an Instagram account, why don't you take a bold risk of putting a content on it? Then why don't you take a surprisingly bold risk like going on an IG live, let's see your face, or even doing a two-minute video on your phone and pre-recording it so you can edit your errors and reposting it so that, oh, we can now say who's the person behind the account. That's been audacious. To be audacious is to show a willingness to take surprisingly bold risks. And while I was studying up on audacious, I saw words like daring. To be daring is to be adventurous in your personal action. To be audacious is to be bold, is to be a bold person, take a bold action or have a bold idea. And what does bold mean? It is showing again, showing a willingness to take risks, to be confident and courageous. At the same time, I chose to look at opposites of audacious. I saw words like timid. To be timid is to show a lack of courage or confidence. 
And for some of us, the reason we've not launched out is because we lack courage in ourselves. We lack courage in what the Lord has said. We lack confidence in what the Lord has said. Or we are manifesting a lack of confidence. We are showing. Remember, timidity is a game. A showing of a lack of courage. Some of you have courage. Some of you, listening to me right now, you really do have courage. But for some reason, you don't want them to think you are too bold. And I've been in that position where I know I can do it and I can do it way better. But I don't want them to think... I'm too brash. I don't want to be the one who's doing everything. I don't want them to think, oh, that girl, she's always forward. I don't want them to think that girl, she's always, oh God, help me. I remember one period where I was pretending to be stupid because it made people feel comfortable around me. I mean, an intelligent person knows when to pretend like they're not so intelligent so that there is an ambience in the room and everybody can be comfortable. You get, there's that part. But there is the point where you shrink. And I was amazed that I saw that word while I was searching the opposites of audacious. I saw the word shrinking. It needs to become smaller in size or amount. Some of the persons listening to me right now can do Lisa Express Consult better than I do it. Some of you right now can handle a magazine team and hold it down and show the world that Africa is very fashion oriented. That we have phenomenal designers and artists in Africa. But you are shrinking. You have a confident personality, but you're not showing it. It's almost like, I, I don't know what you're waiting for. I know I have a few ideas of the things you're waiting for, but you have got to stop shrinking. In this season of your life, you can't afford to keep being small. And it's not as if you're small, it's that you are choosing to become small. You are showing smallness in order to be accepted in certain communities. If you have to be small in a community, you don't belong there. If you really have to be small to be in a community, you don't belong there. If you have to be small to get in a relationship, you don't belong there. If you have to be small to work in a company, you don't belong there. If you have to be small to stay in a church, you don't belong there. If you have to be small to be with a friend, you don't belong there. And I'm saying that not to spite these people. I'm not spiting them. You are not spiting them by growing. You have got to stop apologizing for growth. The Bible talks about talent and talks about the guy with five talents and the guy with three talents and the guy with one talent. It would be stupidity on the part of the guy who has five talents to say, you know, the guy with one talent felt bad when he was given one talent and he went to bury his talent. I don't want him to think I'm trading too much and now I have ten and he still has one. So you know what? I'm going to go and hide my four and then trade just one so that me and the guy can be friends. That's not what he did. He traded five. So if you have five talents and you're trading one because the person who is next to you only has one, that you're trying to make them feel comfortable. You're not serving them. You're not serving yourself and you're not serving God. You're not serving anybody because there are people out there who need your fall, who are praying for your fall, who are fasting for your fall. I literally have people in my life that when I talk about them, I say that they are answers to prayers. One of them is my graphics designer, Ayotunde. Every time Ayo sends me a graphics design, I'm like, I look at the design like, Ayo is an answer to prayers I didn't know I had. Imagine Ayo saying, oh, I'm predominantly a music person, so I'm not going to do graphics designs. Funny enough, when he joined the team, he didn't join as a graphics designer. He joined my team in a different role and we lost our graphics designer and he was like, oh, I think I can do graphics. I'm like, okay, let's make this quick design. And he blew my mind. Everybody on the team were like, don't worry, we'll replace your present role. There's someone on the team who has your skill set in that job description. The person will take it over. That's how Ayo became our graphics designer. Imagine Ayo saying, I'm not a graphics designer. 
and let's get another graphics designer. We would all be on the team trying to get someone else. We will be stressed. We won't meet up our targets for that month. And this young man just stood up to the job and got it done. And he has done it phenomenally for months. Some of you have way more than the world knows you have and you are not showing it. And because you're not showing, nobody's patronizing you. Nobody's supporting you. And you keep weeping and going back to God and saying, Lord, send me destiny helpers. How will they see you? How will they know you when you're not showing anything? They say empty barrels make the loudest noise. Blah, blah, blah. We've all heard it. So you who has something inside, what kind of noise are you making? Because if empty barrels make loudest noise, there is a type of noise that full barrels make. It might not be the loudest, but there's a type of noise they make. If I move a drum full of water, there's a sound it produces. It doesn't sound empty, but there's a way it sounds that shows it's full. Or at least it's half full. When we shake you, what comes out of you? When we come close to you, can we sense the assignment on your life? If you come around a pastor, you will know you're standing around a pastor. I mean, if you listen to them talking on the altar, you'll be able to tell, okay, that from the way this person talks or from the way this person teaches, they possibly have something in this direction. Can we come around you and have an idea what you do? Can we come around you? Jesus didn't have to go about announcing to people, hey, I am the Messiah. Hey, I am the this. Hey, I've come to heal. He healed. There was a showing. You have got to show it. Audacity is not people don't just look at you and bestow the title audacious Lisa. No, Lisa shows something that makes people see that Lisa is an audacious person. I hope this episode helped you. So if you have any questions, as usual, Instagram or Twitter and Minister Lisa, don't forget to go to www.ministerlisa.xyz. One of the things I'm going to attempt to do this month or in the next few weeks, is make sure I get you a workbook or toolkit, something that helps you assess your audacity. Until next week, have a nice time. And don't forget to tune in on Thursday on Instagram for the next session of the IG Live. Because whatever happens on Instagram, we're going to bring it to podcast and then we're going to stretch it out. All right? Bye.